T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome to another segment. I'm Penny Wolfgang in for Buddy Schuler. You know, Medicare and Medicaid coverage is very confusing. And, uh, you know that, right? Well, to help us out is Jean Harris, and she is with PB Elder Law, and she is an expert in the field of elder law. Thank you so much for helping us out here. Jean, we've spoken to you before, so we're going to start out with asking you, uh, what does Medicare cover, and how will I know when that coverage ends? Okay, well, thank you for having me, uh, George. I appreciate it. And um, most of the time, the initiation of Medicare coverage occurs after there's a hospital stay of three days or more. And the Medicare coverage that I am really concerned about talking about is when we're looking at rehabilitation after a major medical event that has hospitalized the person for that three days or more. So maybe there's been a broken bone or a fall, possibly a stroke or a situation like that, that really requires that significant three-day hospitalization stay. And then you'll often hear people say, you know, hey, well, after I was in the hospital, then I went to rehab. Rehab really is a stay in a facility, a rehabilitation and usually skilled nursing facility uh, where you're inpatient and you're receiving some meaningful occupational therapy, physical therapy, speech therapy, or whatever sort of therapies are deemed appropriate to help you recover to uh, the best quality of life that you can get back up to. So when we're talking about Medicare coverage for that, we're talking that uh, about the temporary period of rehabilitation and Medicare covers the first 20 days in full after that three day hospitalization, uh, minimum three day hospitalization. They cover the first 20 days in full of rehabilitation and then an additional 80 days for a maximum of 100 days. But days 21 through 100, there's a copay of about 194 dollars and 50 cents per day. So it's a bit of a misnomer for some folks because I think they believe often that Medicare is there to provide this long-term coverage for their rehabilitation, but it's limited to be covered in full for that first 20 days. And then, I mean, a a copay of $195 a day is a pretty heavy copay for most folks. And I'm not sure they realize that A, that is coming, and then how long will they get it? Most people, in fact, I think in 18 years, I've seen only two people get that full 100 days worth of coverage. Most people will stop receiving that Medicare covered rehabilitation at a time during their 
stay in rehab where it's deemed that they have plateaued, meaning they're no longer benefiting from the therapies that are being provided to them. So they're hitting their sort of new normal level. And at that point, it is where Medicare cuts off. The facility that they're in should be giving a person a notification that indicates that their Medicare coverage is going to stop and that a private payment will begin. I, I think that happens most of the time. Certainly sometimes uh, people don't get that notification, but in any event, it's important to make sure that you're paying attention to words like plateau or no longer benefiting from services because those are buzzwords that let you know, hey, the cutoff of Medicare is coming. And so we either want to appeal or move forward toward the next step in our care. Now, are there some programs that uh, take up that, that that people should know about, that should take up that slack? Yes, absolutely. So many people have, I think, you know, this kind of idea that health insurance is there to cover these kind of things. So really, it, it isn't. Health Typical health insurance is not prepared and typically does not have a benefit to cover long-term care stays, either in rehabilitation or in uh, skilled nursing. So there, the main government program that we rely on, of course, is the Medicaid program. And Medicaid is the program, the only government program that's designed for most people to pay into perpetuity. There are some folks who may qualify for like a veterans benefit, for example. Uh, some folks rare. It's it's pretty it's pretty rare, but it does happen where there are people that qualify for a full veterans benefit that will cover the costs of their skilled nursing. Some folks have long term care insurance, and um, my experience with long term care care insurance usually is that it doesn't cover as much as the individual thought that it covered. So even if you have long-term care, I think it's important to get that reviewed by someone just so you have a good idea of what actually the coverage is. But um, really it's Medicaid that we're looking at to provide that care coverage uh, into perpetuity for folks. So when we say that Medicaid uh, can begin and can have uh, cover it, what does it mean when people say in order to qualify for Medicaid, you have to do be at a certain financial level and quote unquote, spend down before Medicaid begins. Could you explain that? Absolutely. And I'm, I'm really glad that this comes up right now because I think that this is something that folks are told um, in facilities and typically told by uh, non-attorneys who are in a position sometimes to advise people at a, at a vulnerable time. So, I mean, I'm sure as you know, and I'm sure as all the listeners know, the Medicaid is a pretty complex process. But essentially, when you break it down, Medicaid looks at everything, all of the assets that you have, and puts everything into one of two categories. Something is either income to you, this would be like your social security or a pension or something that you're receiving on a regular basis or something is considered to be a resource to you. And that is something that's sitting in the bank um, or a checking account or an investment account that primarily sits there but doesn't generate any natural income. The same asset can never be both income and a resource. So when we're looking at assets in, in terms of income, we're looking at a person in the community, meaning the spouse of the person going into the facility, is able to have about $3,435 worth of income. 
and the Medicaid applicant themselves is able to have about $50 worth of income. When we're talking about resources, the individual who is the spouse of the Medicaid recipient is able to keep $74,820 of minimum resources and about six, the individual going into the facility is able to keep $16,800 worth of resources. So those are sort of the baseline numbers. When oftentimes people go and they need the skilled nursing care, they might talk to somebody in administration or they may be referred to an organization of uh, social workers or other administrative personnel and be told to spend down. All that really means is using everything over those limits I just gave you toward your care before you apply for Medicaid. So it's not a method of saving money. And it's just really a method to say, hey, listen, everything that you have needs to be spent on the nursing home before you ask Medicaid for help. It's certainly not the best savings advice for the family, but oftentimes I do believe that it's the only advice the family receives. Now, along with that, speaking of advice, you always hear people saying there's a look back period where you where you have have to be aware that if you have spent it, I don't know if it's five years, it says five years, that's kind of what people think. But can you explain what they mean by that? Absolutely. So the five-year look-back period, and it is five years, by the way, um, there's somebody out there running around in our community telling people that it's seven years. It's not. It's five years right now, and there is presently no legislation to expand it. So if somebody is telling you seven, don't listen. It's five. So we've got five years. And what that means is on the day that you go into a facility, Medicaid or the Department of Social Services is going to, and, and you apply for Medicaid, Medicaid and the Department of Social Services is going to assign you a caseworker. And that person is going to go through all of your financial transactions for all accounts, whether those accounts are opened or have been opened and are now closed, that are in your name or in your name jointly with another person, and determine whether or not you have made any gifts to other people for the purpose of qualifying for Medicaid. So, for example, if I'm a single individual, and I have, and we know I'm allowed to have $16,800, but I gave away $100,000 in order to get myself below that $16,800 limit. Medicaid's gonna look at that and they're gonna say, well, wait a minute, you're coming to us asking us for payment of your care, but you could have paid for it, but you gave your money away. So that's a no-no, right? So what they do is they impose a penalty depending on the region in New York that you're in, And that penalty is an amount of time that is commensurate with the amount of money that you gave away. So that's kind of a fancy way of saying that for every $100,000 that you've given away, Medicaid is not going to pay the next nine months of your care, even though it looks like you qualify. So you're under the $16,800 that you're allowed to have. Everything else is in order, but you gave that money away. And therefore, Medicaid's not going to come in and pay for your care. The one of the sort of misnomers to me about the look back period is that some folks seem to think that um, just because they have made any transaction in the last five years, like maybe they helped a kid who was getting married or one of their grandkids with college or something like that, that that's going to disqualify them from Medicaid. And oftentimes they're told that by other individuals. It's really important that people don't believe that. 
The rule with Medicaid is that you can't give gifts for the purpose of qualifying for Medicaid. But if you've been used to giving gifts in, like to your church or to the American Red Cross or the SPCA or whatever, over the course of your typical life, and we can document that, those things would tend to be excused. So there's things we can do, even though gifts have been made. Now, the only suggestion that I have of, of knowing what you can do and knowing what the look back period is and knowing what all of this uh, means is call Jean Harris at PB Elder Law if you want to really find out what's going on, right? <laughs> no, what you I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I think so, yes. Judge. <laughs> Uh, well, um, without being, you know, being funny about it, which I was not being, a lot of times it would be good advice for people to understand this, you know, all the things you said. There are misconceptions out there about like seven years instead of five years and the difference between Medicare and Medicaid. And sometimes it would be advantageous to get legal advice about these situations. 100 um, percent. I and I know my partners and everyone else in my practice, you know, my practice consists of only elder law attorneys. And so um, we all have a lot of experience. And one of the things that really, it really breaks your heart because people will come in and they have maybe trusted someone that that they shouldn't have trusted, not because that person had some bad intention, but maybe they just didn't know. Um, and they've come in having spent sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars more than they ever needed to. And sometimes it's not the couple hundred thousand or or more that really kind of gets you. Sometimes it's the person that spent the last 50,000 that they had because they were told that they had to when there were so many things we could have done to preserve it. And kind of once it's gone, it's too late. Um, I think sometimes people are afraid of, and, and you probably noticed this in your career too, Judge, uh, afraid or nervous about dealing with attorneys. And, um, you know, we're, we're as real as it gets, I think, right? I mean, what we're trying to do is, is make sure that people aren't needlessly uh, spending their life savings when there's something in place to help them. So, I mean, we invite people of all different, you know, economic situations to come in, at least hear what the options are. Thank you so much for, for joining us today, Jean Harris from PBL Law. And thanks for joining us on this segment. All right. Thank you very Bye much. Now. It's my pleasure. All right. Take care. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.